everyone, and welcome to Bards Lost in the Metaverse with me, Sean Lee. And me, Andy Mack. Join us as we explore the depths of our creativity and the world of Web3. And welcome to episode 28 of Bards Lost in the Metaverse, a podcast that follows the adventures of two aspiring creatives as we learn to weave magic through words, art and music while exploring the world of Web3. Each week we'll start off with an update of our works in progress before diving into a discussion of our creative escapades or current and future technology. So welcome everyone to our 28th episode! 28th episode! McWoot face yo! As Andy has written in the night, he has a lot of fun think writing my own yeah, <laughs> I'm, At this point I'm just seeing what I can get away with. <laughs> seeing what I'll just say back. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Alright, Andy, what are we talking about today? Uh, so today's uh, podcast topic is all about Web3 collaborative writing. Ooh. Yes. But as always, and first, Sean. Mm-hmm. Where are you up to with the book and the music, my well, friend? Well, and anything else you have going on? Well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> or just the book, maybe. Well, well. I didn't get any book done. This <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be like, She's a oh witch. my God. <laughs> None at all. I've, I've had a bit of a week. <laughs> None. None. You didn't even write anything. None. No editing. <sighs> Holy moly. I know. That's crazy pants. So, got like, yeah, the prep for the podcast done and stuff, but yeah, no book and no music tracks done this week. Really? Yep. I think I'm in one of those big slumps of just my energy's gone skis. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a lot. Two weeks till Easter? I think so. Yeah, I'm not going to make that. recording day? Are you not going to make that? Of course not. (laughs) It's a self-imposed time limit, so I'm like, meh. (laughs) No, I just mean like until you can crash on the couch and get some rest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going down to the coast. So so you won't be resting. No, it won't be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, So, yeah, I think it's just been a week of being, I don't know, I've just been no energy to do stuff. And so, yeah. like, I did teach dance again. So, I oh, think that's I, right. I did break my body yeah. <laughs> after teaching three hours on Wednesday night. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> old. So sore. <laughs> and I did have a massage on the Thursday and it was, like, it was so painful. It was one of those, like, older ladies who just, like, no fear with, like, getting in there with their elbows yeah. and just working stuff out. And she was kind of laughing at me a bit at how tight my shoulders and back yeah, and everything yeah. were. Yeah. I love it when a 65-year-old tiny um, Asian lady tells you how pathetic and weak you are. I know. Well, I'd started to have, like, aches in my, like, um, shoulder blades yeah. and stuff, just even walking and stuff. I could feel That's it. Hard. So I was yeah. like, okay. I better go and do something about that. So it's been not much going on. I did go out on the weekend for a friend's 30th. I painted a cow. There you go. I you did some painted art. a picture of a cow or you painted a cow? <laughs> a picture of a cow. Ah. <laughs> You're not the only one who's pulled me up on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. You can just paint cows now? I think my brother-in-law was like, you're painting an actual cow? Like, they're bringing it in. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, so I did painting... But I was actually out at night, which is not something I oh, do. No, so no. I think that also messed with my like. I don't stay up past nine thirty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't subscribe this? to this time. So yeah, so nothing from me. Wow, all right. I then. know it's, it happens. It's the ebb and flow for me. Like I, I definitely don't have the same energy level as you, as you can tell. Like <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. like go pretty well for a while and then probably crash for like a week or two. Yeah, um, well, you need yeah. more Red Bull and nineties hip hop in your life. I just hate Red Bull. Like, no offense, Red Bull. I just am not a energy drink girl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've actually cut coffee away. I don't think I've had coffee for like six or seven days. That's good. I've been having caffeine, 
but yeah. just not coffee itself. Okay. Well, how about you? Tell us all the stuff you've actually got done. Well, <laughs> well I'm glad you asked. No, I was actually away with work uh, last week and I got a little bit crook. Um, but I still got some things done. I think I managed to write some blank page and do some editing. And that's probably about it. It was pretty hectic. Uh, just mm. quietly, South Australia, Adelaide, I'm talking to you. Fix your water. It's terrible. <laughs> it's really bad. It made I, you I, sick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm pretty weak though uh, in the guts <laughs> after many, many things I'll tell you about one day. Yeah, you're scared no, probably of chicken. Won't. Andy's scared of chicken, everybody. If you Not a chicken. Like I could fight a chicken. <laughs> I just don't trust chicken I haven't cooked myself. Yeah, Let's scare him, serve you chicken on a plate. <laughs> You'd be like, nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Medium or medium raw. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, yeah, I did work on Star Ranger. Book's coming along nicely. I actually put a tweet up last night. It was quite funny. I was looking through my, like, original planning document. We've talked about it before of, like, mm. where I should be up to in chapters and what should be happening because I'm in, like, blank page space. Yeah. Uh, and according to that, back in uh, over two years ago now, I should be writing chapter 17. I'm currently writing chapter 37 or Yeah, 36? you're a bit ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, like... That's how many extra chapters I've added oh, away well. from my plan. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at the same point of the story. Ah. <laughs> but in my original idea, it was 17 chapters to yeah, get okay. here. I'm like, bah, bah humbug to you, my friend. Oh, wow. Evolved. More story. <laughs> That's good, though. It must yeah. be cool being on blank page. Being yeah, it is. Weird I'm trying to do, experience. I'll try to write three chapters, then go back and review them once or twice, and then yeah, write okay. three and... And all that. So, yeah. Uh, no art. Yeah, uh, cool. I was away. Uh, I did purchase a screen, which I promised I'd do last time. Or I said I was going to do last time. Yeah. I've got a new monitor coming in. So, once that gets here this week, I can get back to doing the audio drama, audio book podcast of Star Ranger. Yeah. So, that's been happening. And I think we've got a podcast coming up in a couple of weeks where we'll talk about that. So I'll, yeah, I'll that'll be good. share everything I've learned on that little short journey that I've gone on. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, I'll get some more stuff done this week. Like, hopefully, my schedule's not as... All yes. over the show. You also had hubby out of town as well, didn't you? I can't even remember when that was anymore. That's the state of my brain. <laughs> oh, like, righty then. What days was he away? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all a blur. It is a massive blur. Yeah. It's right. last week. All right. Well, that's a sad story. And <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> let's hear about something possibly as sad or interesting. Let's do news with Sean. It's Monday the 27th of March 2023 and this is News with Sean. In Web3 and tech news this week, in an announcement we have been waiting for, Microsoft has unveiled its new AI-powered Copilot. Powered by OpenAI's GPT-4, Copilot is designed to assist with generating documents, emails and presentations in Microsoft 365 apps. Copilot will appear as a chatbot in the app sidebar, kind of like Clippy from the old school days if you're old enough to remember those. (laughs) And it can be used to create text, PowerPoint presentations, or even analyze and format Excel data. Microsoft's new system combines Microsoft 365 apps with data and intelligence from Microsoft Graph and GPT-4 and aims to provide a whole new way of working alongside Microsoft's popular suite of apps. So as we've said before, keep an eye on this space because AI is developing fast and coming to an application near you. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on now, Sony, the technology giant behind the popular PlayStation brand, has submitted a new NFT-related patent application in the United States. The patent outlines Sony's plans to establish digital infrastructure that would enable gamers to own and transfer NFT assets across multiple video game platforms, including in-game skins, artwork, avatars, and even video game skills. 
Although Sony previously pushed back against the idea of dabbling in NFTs, its growing pile of patent applications suggest it may be considering a Web3 future for PlayStation. However, no video game console maker has yet publicly, publicly embraced NFTs. Interesting. So maybe they're just hedging their bets. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on now to the world of publishing. In the US, the Internet Archive's ongoing copyright case with Hatchet over the scanning and lending of print library books has reached a crucial stage in court. Last week, the IA, so the Internet Archive, defended its National Emergency Library, which removed access restrictions for 1.4 million scans of mostly 20th century books during the COVID-19 pandemic. However, IA has been accused of redistributing copyrighted works without permission or payment. The case is still ongoing and legal experts and copyright advocates are closely watching the outcome as it could set a significant precedent for digital lending and access to information. Mm -hmm, interesting. Yeah, so just as a little aside for that one, so they literally released lots of books because all the libraries shut down during COVID. Yeah. So this organisation decided they would just release books for people to be able to look at. And just was scanning and copying. Yes. Oh, yeah. So all the publishers, um, the big five are all submitted like holds and like lawsuits yeah, yeah. against them instantly, which is yeah. fair. Yep. But yep. So, and, you know, <laughs> libraries get their books through a whole system, as we've yes, discussed previously. We have, yeah. So, yeah, interesting one. Anyway, moving yes, on. Moving on. <laughs> the Melbourne Writers' Festival has unveiled its program for Ooh. 2023, featuring a lineup of both international and local guests. The festival will take place from May 4th to 7th, 2023, primarily at the State Library Victoria and the Capitol Theatre. The festival will showcase a diverse range of authors, including New Zealand actor Sam Neill, former Australian of the Year Grace Tame, and novelists such as Pip Williams, Jane Harper and Tracy Lynn. So if you're in the Melbourne area around that time, you should definitely go on over and check it on out. And that, my friends, is News with Sean. <laughs> oh, dear. What? Oh, uh, that's funny. I think you have more fun from my weird faces that I've Yes, <laughs> it is. And the voices, definitely. <laughs> All right. Should we actually get into this episode, though? All right, let's do it. All right, Andy. What is Web3 collaborative writing? Okay. So, I thought... Before we talk about Web3 collaborative writing, yeah. we just quickly go over what is collaborative writing. That's fair. That is. That's what I thought anyway. All right. So collaborative writing is a process of writing where multiple authors contribute to a piece of writing. You think I used the word writing eight times there? You did. Excellent. Well, there's more <laughs> coming, so strap in. It involves working together with others to develop and refine a written work. Collaborative writing can take many forms, including group brainstorming, co-authoring, and peer review. The goal of collaborative writing is to produce a cohesive and well-written piece that incorporates the input and ideas of multiple writers. Collaborative writing can be used in many settings, such as in business, academic research, and what we're here to mostly talk about today, creative writing. It can be done in person or remotely using various technologies to facilitate... <laughs> to <Yeah>. facilitate... <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, the collaboration. Uh, and we use Google, Google Docs for this very podcast we run sheet. sure do. There you go. Uh, the benefits of collaborative writing include improved quality of work, increased creativity, and a broader perspective on the topic being written about. 
Mm. And I think that makes sense. I don't think that's a shock to anyone listening. No. Most people probably had to do an assignment together or something like that. Yep, everyone's had to do that pain. <laughs> yes, even at school. Yeah. Uh, you didn't have to pay the big dollars to go to university for that fun. No. Yes. Or even in the workplace. We do a lot of this uh, in our workplace. Yeah, collaboration is pretty normal. In yes, pretty normal. Right? All right. But what about in Web3? Yeah. Yeah. So Web3, and I'm just going to give a little bit of background just to get everyone up to speed. Yep. So Web3 is a term that refers to the third generation of the World Wide Web, Mm -hmm. which is characterized by the integration of decentralized technologies such as blockchain and peer-to-peer networking protocols, which we've talked about many Mm -hmm. times. Uh, This means that web applications and services built on the Web3 infrastructure are decentralized, meaning they are not controlled by a single entity, but rather by a network of nodes that collectively maintain the integrity and security of the system. Mm -hmm. Web3 collaborative writing, or storytelling, is a type of collaborative writing that leverages the capabilities of Web3 technologies, particularly the use of non-fungible tokens to facilitate ownership and control of digital assets. In this context, NFTs are used to represent unique digital assets such as written works and ownership of these assets can be tracked on the blockchain, allowing for transparent and secure collaboration among multiple writers. Mm. In Web3 collaborative writing, multiple writers can work on the same piece of writing with each writer contributing their unique perspective and expertise to create a cohesive whole. Ownership of the resulting work can be distributed among the writers based on a predetermined set of rules and each writer's contribution can be tracked and verified using the blockchain. Mm. So Web3 collaborative storytelling represents a new paradigm in digital content creation and collaboration, offering a decentralized and secure way for writers to work together and create valuable intellectual property. Mm. (laughs) That was... Sean agrees. That's my interested. Mm. Mm. Well, would you like me to go on then if you're so interested? I would love to yeah, know Yeah, just more. take your monocle Andy, off Andy, how does it work though? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a great question, Sean. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. The pair of us. All right. But how does it work? So Web3 Collaborative Writing works by leveraging blockchain technology to create a decentralized platform for writers to collaborate on a piece of writing. Here are the basic steps involved. And this is what I found. I think you found some different ways, but I'll go through this one. I smashed in a couple of things into this. Yeah, okay, excellent. Um, (laughs) All right, so step one, idea creation. The writing project starts with an idea that is shared among a group of writers. The original idea may be in the form of a novel an author has written that the other writers can expand upon, or maybe just a concept authors develop between themselves. The group can be organized through various means, such as social media platforms, writing communities, or other networks. Mm -hmm. Step two, the writing process. So each writer contributes to the project by adding their own unique perspective and expertise. They can do this in a variety of ways, such as by writing sections of a shared story, writing a standalone spin-off novel to expand the universe being created, providing feedback on others, other writer contributions, or editing the work. Uh, participants, participants. yeah. Sorry, we're doing this without paper now, so all my notes are on my phone because I didn't bring my iPad, so it's very little. And And then I just accidentally closed it. He reckons he doesn't need glasses. I don't need to see you making faces at me in any more detail, thank you. (laughs) All right. Participants can create a shared story by submitting their ideas or content to a decentralized platform. Content submitted by contributors can be in the form of text, images, videos, or other digital media. Mm. All right. Step three. Step three. All right. Collaborative editing. 
So once the story is created, participants... Participants. Yeah, I'm getting there. Participants. (laughs) I thought you'd like that. Can collaborate and edit the story in real time. This can be done using various Web3 tools, such as smart contracts and decentralized applications. Mm. Or, I was going to say, I'll say dApps. I was going to say, I was going to be cheeky and say dApps, but I didn't want (laughs) to... Feel the shade from the Web3 folks. Yeah, you don't want to get the shade. No, no one exactly. wants that shade. <laughs> All right, we've done that. We've done our editing. Step four, tokenization. So when the project is complete, it is then tokenized into an NFT. This means that a unique digital asset is created that represents a writing project as a whole. And we'll go into tokenization and how to, um, what's the word? I totally forgot when you make an NFT. Mint. Minting. Yeah, we're going to do that later. We're going to go through different NFTs. Episode. Yeah, yeah, totally yeah. different. But pretty much you turn it into an NFT. Yes. Then, this is where it starts to get cool, I think. Step five. Yeah. Ownership distribution. So, ownership of the NFT can be distributed among the writers based on a predetermined set of rules using a smart contract, which is what we're going to be using on the blockchain. Yes. Yeah. For example, the ownership can be divided equally among all writers or it can be distributed based on the percentage of writing each writer contributed. Mm-hmm. You can even at a percentage for editors or cover artists, etc. So all those other people you'd use in a normal yeah. sort of way to make a book, uh, you could put them in on that smart contract. Yeah, auto yeah. payments, and right? That, yeah, and the cool thing about that is step six is royalty payments. So <laughs> as per the smart contract, the one we just did up in step five, once the NFT is sold or licensed, the writers receive royalties based on their ownership percentage. This allows the writers to receive compensation for their contributions to the project. And this will happen automatically via the smart contracts put in place. One person doesn't have to sit down and do the math every two, four, 12 weeks to distribute mm. that out. It's already done. It's already in the smart contract. Yeah, that's so handy. Yeah, that makes, makes life very easier, easy. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So Web3 Collaborative Writing provides a way for writers to work together in a decentralized and transparent way, while also providing a means for them to be compensated for their work. Mm. The use of blockchain technology ensures that ownership and compensation are tracked in a secure and immutable way. Good word. All right, I'm going to have a mouthful of water. Yeah, that's fair. You've just did a lot. <laughs> yes. All right, so that's pretty much what it is and how it's sort of done. So we're yeah. going to jump now just quickly into some of the benefits and disadvantages before we hit you guys with some good examples of it all. Yes. Would you like me to take benefits so you can have a nice break? Yes, and then I can be cranky old man for two in a row. You love it. <laughs> a little bit. All right, benefits of Web3 collaborative writing. So Web3 collaborative writing offers numerous benefits for writers, including increased creativity. So collaborating with other writers can spark new ideas and approaches to storytelling. It can also push writers out of their comfort zones, leading to more creative and innovative work. Another benefit is diverse perspectives. Collaborative writing brings together writers with different backgrounds, experiences and perspectives, allowing for more diverse and inclusive storytelling. This can result in more engaging and relatable content that resonates with a wider audience. Greater efficiency. When working as a team, writers can divide tasks and responsibilities, making it possible to create content more efficiently. This can lead to quicker turnaround times and the ability to produce more content overall. By working as a team, creators can draw from each other's strengths and expertise, producing richer and more intricate narratives that wouldn't be possible in isolation. Enhanced storytelling. Collaborative writing can result in more intricate and detailed storylines that are better developed and more engaging. When multiple writers work together, they can weave together different plot lines and character arcs, creating a more immersive and satisfying experience for readers. Strengthened community. 
Collaborative writing can create a sense of community among writers and readers alike. When readers are able to participate in the creative process, they become more invested in the story and feel a greater connection to the writers and other participants. Collaborative writing enables storytellers to engage fans more intimately by involving them directly in the creative process, giving fans a sense of ownership over the story. With the ability to participate in the creation process, fans can share their ideas and perspectives to further enrich the storytelling experience. And the last benefit is reduced intermediaries. Web3 also removes the need for intermediaries in the publishing process. Readle is an example of a Web3 storytelling platform that allows users to post stories and earn lifetime royalties directly from the community of readers. The removal of intermediaries means active participants are more likely to obtain value from their work. Interestingly, Hollywood has also taken an interest in Web3 storytelling, with celebrities like Mila Kunis and Gary Vaynerchuk exploring the space. Kunis's animated web series Stoner Cats allows NFT holders to vote on the storyline for the next episode, while Vaynerchuk's V Friends NFT collection features unique IP contents for supporting storytelling projects, expanding the content ecosystem with new and innovative additions. Web3 collaborative writing can lead to more creative, efficient and engaging storytelling that resonates with a wider audience. By working together, writers can push the boundaries of their craft and create content that is more diverse, innovative, and satisfying. Yeah. All Benefits. Right. Benefits. Yay! That's pretty good. I'm a big Gary <laughs> V fan, actually. I think I read his books 12 years ago. I probably did not say out. his last name properly. I'm sorry. Uh, Vaynerchuk. Yes. Yeah, I think you were pretty close. close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually listened to his books at the beginning of the year because I like to listen to a sort of non-fiction book when I'm at the gym. Mm. Uh, you know, train the brain... And the muscles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't make that face at me. Uh, <laughs> well, that's yeah, that I'm trying to be alpha and cool here, Sean. Yeah, my judgy face. Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, but gym music sucks, so I've got to do something. Yeah, uh, Yeah, so I re-listened to them this year. He's big in NFT Web3 stuff. I didn't know so much about the storytelling side of V Friends. Obviously, you know, they're big... Uh, NFTs, and he's done a pretty good job of that. Yeah, so the licensing of the IP content and stuff for those yes. NFT characters, I guess. Yeah, okay, that's super interesting. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know about that. Uh, all right. It's everywhere. All right, on to disadvantages. Do it, grump, grumpy old man. Grr. <laughs> Get my onion for my belt. I've got to wave my fist at a cloud. Go for it. All right, so <laughs> while Web3 collaborative writing has numerous benefits, it all ha- also has some potential disadvantages and here are a few to consider so difficulties with coordination coordinating a group of writers to work together on a story can be challenging especially when participants are located in different time zones or have conflicting schedules without proper coordination the project may experience delays or may not be completed at all Mm. which is hard enough to do when you're sitting in the same office getting people to work together and sort themselves out people is um exhausting yes cat hurting (laughs) yes it's fun All right, Uh, risks of disagreements and conflicts. So when multiple people are involved in a creative project, there is always a risk of disagreements or conflicts. These can range from minor differences in opinion to major disputes over creative direction, ownership and compensation. If these issues are not addressed and resolved effectively, they can derail the project and damage relationships among the participants. Sorry, participants. (laughs) It's <laughs> today's funny way of saying that word. Uh, yeah, that's a big one because if we're talking about storytelling and creativity, it's it's a bit more than just mm. I'm just doing my nine to five producing a document. It's 
tends to get into individuals' art forms. Yeah. Which I can feel very strongly about. It's a very personal process creativity, right? Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> All right. Mm. Uh, complexity of decentralized platforms. So Web3 platforms can be complex to use and require some technical knowledge. This may discourage some writers from participating or lead to errors and confusion when using the platform. Additionally, the decentralized nature of the platform may make it difficult to obtain support or resolve technical issues. Mm. So, yeah, that, uh, if you've got a lot of writers that are writer-writers and, you know, wish they were in a cabin with a typewriter, mm. uh, getting them onto Web3 tech to use it's blockchain. An and right? Yeah, it is. So, that's always <laughs> going to be an, initial when, an issue when you add more technology into yeah. something. Sometimes it makes our life easier. But because we're pretty new in the Web3 space, it's not there It's going to be big teething issues for everybody getting yes, on board. <laughs> exactly. All right. And potential for plagiarism. So collaborative mm. writing can increase the risk of plagiarism, especially when working with a large and diverse group of writers. Without proper attribution and oversight, it can be challenging to identify instances of plagiarism or to enforce intellectual property rights. That would be a very tricky one, depending on how many people yeah. and what you're doing. That, that definitely could cause a problem. Yeah. Uh, and web-free collaborative writing has its challenges and potential drawbacks. Many of these issues can be addressed with effective communication, planning, and management. By being aware of these potential problems and taking steps to mitigate them, writers can create successful and engaging stories on Web3 platforms. And look, to be honest, most of those disadvantages were mm. people-based, that you'd have the same issues doing yeah. a normal collaborative yeah, uh, story much. like outside of the technology, uh, they're just normal problems. Yeah, like even the um, intellectual property and stuff and copyright for things or yeah. plagiarism. It's like that can happen with when you're working just with people in the office and stuff, right? Yeah. And trying or to pull even things if you're together. Just a bunch of writers doing it in a word document that you're emailing yeah. around. All those problems still exist. Like you're always going to need some sort of mechanism above it all to sort of check and validate and pull it all back together, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's sort of, you know, what it is, some pros and yeah. cons. Uh, what we've done in our research anyway, we haven't actually done any web three collaborative no writing. so it's a, it's a definitely a newish sort of space for me to, for researching and stuff so it's, it's yeah, still it was, very new yeah i definitely got some help from um, our friend chat gpt and <laughs> some other sources that are all linked in the show notes of Great course assistant yes yeah yeah uh but what yeah. are some actual real world right now examples of web three collaborative yeah. writing so we don't so. have like a giant list so i think we've got about four that we'll sort of talk a bit more detail about because yeah, that's all right. yeah they are still quite new um and some of them are quite detailed so first up is storyco so storyco is a community driven platform that aims to revolutionize the world of intellectual property creation and ownership through web3 technology to become a member one needs to mint a producer token and join forces with other storytellers to govern a shared treasury that finances the expansion of a specific story universe. StoryCo attracts new members by offering fun and interactive storytelling experiences, such as the collaborative StoryQuest adventure that took place at NFT NYC in June of 2022, hmm. guiding participants through an interactive storytelling experience via text message. The ultimate goal of StoryCo is to bridge the gap between Hollywood and the metaverse by providing an open media platform where creators and passionate fans can collaborate and co-create the next great storytelling franchise and jointly participate in their success. The community will develop and determine new characters, plots and story arcs, building franchises that captivate an ever-expanding fan base. So their first story universe, the Disco Ball, 
is an existential sci-fi journey across dimensions and is scheduled for release in early 2023, so imminently. Do we know how to get it? Uh, You go to their website to find more information on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well played, my lady, well played. (laughs) So StoryCo, in partnership with the broader community, produces new interactive story-based experiences that are a new take on visual novels, incorporating a variety of media types to bring new narrative universes to life. That's cool. The platform believes that by providing communities with a vested interest in the story stories they love, they can create a more sustainable model for content creation and bring real value to both fans and creators. The platform also believes that collectively they will develop more engaging and inclusive story franchises that will continue to expand for generations. So each story universe on the StoryCo platform has a treasury that is funded through all revenue generated from the IP developed within it, including all NFT sales, royalties, and IP licensing revenue. Okay. For StoryCo produced projects like the Disco Ball, 50% of all net revenue will be shared with the story treasury after story artists, story architects, and story musician royalties are all paid. Yeah, okay. Um, And for future community-produced projects, the initial story creators will determine the percentage of revenue shared with the community treasury. So each little project has its own little treasury of cash that goes in, and they also separate out the revenue, I guess, and royalty payments to all the people involved. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm super interested in that one. I didn't uh, get to Google it because I was a bit short on time. It looks pretty cool. Like, yeah, I haven't... I didn't get to go into, um, like, what the story is actually like and stuff and... But yeah, their yeah, whole vision be interesting. is very interesting about like trying to bridge that Hollywood and the Web3 metaverse community and stuff. So bringing these stories and showing, I guess, what these franchises could be to, you know, Disney. Is there any other company in Hollywood anymore? Oh, I don't think so. There's it probably... might just all be Disney. And... Well, so Disney Sony? owned 20th century? Or Sony's Fox? got some sort of agreement with Disney these days. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn big five corporations. <laughs> I'm sure. Paramount, that's a thing, right? It's always five. Yeah, yeah. It has to be. Or three. It can't be an even number. That's true. Yeah. I thought it was just, how do you make decisions? All right. All right, let's get on to the next one. Do you want me to do it? Yep. Do you yep. know how to pronounce it? Sitka. Because hey. it's an amazing uh, hunting camouflage company out of uh, Canada. Oh, Not that go. we're talking about that today, but that no. is my favorite hunting camo. In case you're looking for birthday presents, coming up in June. All right. Oh, I think that's a hit for me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. It's super expensive, particularly to get it into Australia. Uh, and I don't actually need something that keeps me warm at minus 40, even though it looks really cool. Mm, that's fair. Yes. Anyway. All right. So Sitka World is a community-driven, community-rewarded literature movement based around a fantasy world. Founded around the idea of community-driven publishing, the creators of Sitka World took the idea of having a thousand true fans and getting books into their hands instead of just sending a book out into the world. With Sitka World, their mission is to bring the magic of storytelling to Web3. It started out just as a way to publish author Ray Wojcik's book series, (laughs) which is called The Sitka Saga, which is now... Which is how. Which is how, sorry, there's my DNA kicking in. Which is how Sitka World got its name. Ray then wanted to make a community... That's not just about the, her work, but can be about other people's work as well, which is super cool. Mm. Sitka World is essentially a whole community of writers helping everybody learn more about the Web3 space and being able to pre- build a successful writing career in the Web3 space. 
Lots of Web3 spaces. There are lots of Web3 spaces. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So their aim is to create the next mainstream multimedia fantasy franchise that impacts people with a powerful, beautiful story, incorporating technologies that allow for a more immersive experience than ever seen in fantasy before, mm. which is super interesting. I'll have to check this one mm-hmm. out. <laughs> yeah. Core community members will be able to start creating characters and later whole titles that are eligible for consideration to be incorporated into an ecosystem with full IP rights for the creator, which is yeah, good. Yeah, so they do a bit of due diligence, as you can see there. Like, if yes. they're deci- eligible for consideration to be incorporated. Yeah, so yeah, not just every not man just and their dog gets yeah. to throw in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so from their white paper, the future plans for Sitka World is to release the story, book one, uh, enable world building slash character creation for community members, create a TV show, and create an online game. Benefits of joining the Sitka World community for fans. So the benefits of joining include the opportunity to connect directly with author Ray and other fans who share their love for Sitka and her world. Through a variety of initiatives, such as the Sitka Story Hours and monthly coffee chat, topical discussions with the founders, members can en- oh, with the founders, members can engage in brainstorming sessions, creative sprints, and even play a custom-built, fully-fledged text-based RPG called Tales of Runesala in the community's Discord server. And that sounds amazingly fun, by the way, (laughs) just quietly Uh, and super interesting. Uh, In addition, members have early access to the story and can participate in monthly book clubs and interactive short story adventures using a custom bot. The community also offers an email newsletter and a referral bonus system for bringing work to the Guild of Scribes. Mm. As a member, fans can look forward to exclusive short stories and behind-the-scenes footage uh, once the show is in development. Uh, custom commission artwork by Nate. Uh, who he's I, an artist. That's the artist, yep. <laughs> Just Nate, like Sher and Madonna. You can go to their website. I'm sure it's got more details. Yeah, on now I want to know. Maybe I'd, I've been doing it wrong with my Andy Mac. I should just, just be Andy. Andy. The Andy. Not the Andes. <laughs> All right. Uh, and the Metaverse game and experiences and a scholarship fund for community projects. Mm. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you want a break? It's pretty big, this one. <laughs> All right. You tell me about the benefits of joining the Sitka World community for writers, All please. All right. So Sitka World, as was just said, also has the um, little community for writers. So it's not just about the fans. It's about mm-hmm. also all the other creative people. So the cool. Sitka World community offers several benefits for writers who are interested in improving their craft, publishing works, finding writing jobs, or building a brand. They serve as a hub for creative writers in Web3 and have several initiatives to support them. So there's a story Q&A session where the sessions are aimed at sparking conversations on practical writing-related topics. They also have the Guild of Scribes. So this is their network of top writers who serve the broader NFT community. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, okay. Online education. So they are working on building a full-fledged e-learning course for writers and have a small library of resources already available. They've also got workshopping events and group critiquing. There's also author services. So they offer several services for writers, including one-on-one coaching, editing, publishing help, and audiobook creation. Discounts on these services are available for Discord members and NFT holders. And details of these services are available on their website if you're interested. Yeah, yeah. And future. So writers can expect opportunities to own and license IP for user-created characters and titles. Very cool. 
Yeah, so there is a royalty system for contributors that they've got summarised in their white paper. Yeah, okay. So a full 50% of all royalties for all acts and books after Act 1 include NFT sales, mints and secondary market royalties. Yeah, yeah. And ebook, paperback and audiobook royalties. Yep. They will all be available to be distributed to community members that contributed to the story. Cool. So royalties are defined as what amount is available to be paid to all authors, including Ray, the original author after all project expenses have been paid. In traditional publishing, this is often only 10 to 25% of the sales, but for Sitka World, this should be more like 30 to 40% of the NFT sales and approximately 30% of traditional book and e-book sales. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so because there's no intermediaries yeah. really going on and you've also already got a big community fan base who will hopefully buy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you get more royalties if you want to write in that universe. Interesting. But yeah, and so every sale, though, does give a royalty payment as well to Ray, who is the original writer and the person who came up with the story that this whole world is built on. Sounds like a very cunning business plan from young Ray. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone join my cult. Respect. But yes, that's Sitka World, just in a bit of a nutshell. It's um, it's really quite detailed and pretty big. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have a dive into it. Really great website. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Yeah, it is a cool website. Besides checking out Nate. Um, I'm, you know, I'm interested in that just to see how they've done it because if yeah. you recall and we're going a little bit off task but we've got plenty of time yeah, we've got time. Um, <laughs> just if you recall originally we were looking at doing something like that yes. we wanted to create oh, I don't know what we're a calling world our universe. universe that people can also plug into yeah we to. did um, yeah, but then, it happens. There's a, it's a thing. Yeah, it is. It's quite interesting. I, I don't know if we still want to do that. We haven't even talked about it. I'm too no. busy working <laughs> on our own stuff, let alone getting other people to help. Uh, but yeah, that's quite interesting. That's it's. Yeah. yeah, I like it. So it's cool. All right. All right. Let's get on to the next one. Uh, do you want me to start Go it off? For it. All right. So forgotten runes, wizard cult. Do, 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 do. I'm already in. Tell me how. <laughs> Take my money. Nah, that sounds super cool. Though. So it's built on characters licensed through NFTs. The Forgotten, Riz- the Forgotten Runes Wizards Cult is a collection of 10,000 wizard NFTs that form the core of a rapidly expanding community, affectionately known as the Cult. The Cult. Thank you. I that's imagine. better. I want, to, I want to hear that every time. Uh, members of the Cult. The Cult. Oh, that's better. Contribute art, animation, stories, memes, and lore of social media, and a unique book of lore every day. With the goal of creating a larger... Runiverse. <laughs> well played. Do I get a Runiverse? Is a... Runiverse. All right. Oh, you wanted me to do it. Sorry. Yeah, well, you know. Runiverse. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> All right. The cults. The cults. Decentralized <laughs> approach to world building is referred to as the collaborative legendarium. They got some cool names. <laughs> certainly. I knew this one would be good. Legend. legend yeah. Legend. With limitless potential uh, in the uh, collaborative legendarium. Uh, with a limitless potential according to the community. Obviously, they're not going to say it's limited. Uh, by owning a wizard NFT, one gains access to the grand experiment of decentralized world building and other surprises. Surprises. Okay, no, not required. Uh, the Runiverse Legendarium. Legend, legend, legend. <laughs> seems to become larger than franchises such as Middle Earth, Westeros, and Hogwarts. Woohoo, big calls. They are. Uh, thanks to its community-driven nature. That's how they want to get bigger, because of the yeah. entire community. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, NFTs are more than just static images. They are alive, allowing for metaverse traversal with a fully animated walk cycle, announcing a GM on Twitter with a GM generator, and periodic airdrops like the Sacred Flame and Ponies. 
I don't know. They okay, are good. NFTs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if you had anything for the sacred I've flame got and no ponies. more info. <laughs> Um, you can look it up on the website. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, the Forgotten Rune developers continuously surprise the cult. The cult. Uh, and owning a wizard NFT allows one to be part of the fun. The cult. The cult. Has ambitious plans in the work, such as a fully animated piece by Titmouse Studios. And they do Critical Role stuff. I think so. Yeah, they sound very familiar. Yeah, they I certainly think do. They are the, um, do they animators. do their, the animation for their intros for the- or the books or something? I don't know if it's for the intro for their show or yeah. maybe they were involved in the actual series that got released yeah. recently. Either way, Critical Role stuff's awesome, so this they must yeah, be to on, on it. studios are yeah. cool. <laughs> so, a piece by them, uh, a create-to-earn game, a comic book series, 3D versions of all wizards, mm-hmm. and the highly anticipated Warriors Drop. The latest roadmap can be found on their website. Yeah. Uh, so it's very NFT. This one, I feel like, rather than Sitka World, which was very, I've got a story. story. Yeah, very authentic yeah, community. Yeah. This one was very much, they've created NFTs. Yeah. And there's a world building around those characters of NFTs. Yeah, that's cool. That that's are cool. expanding outwards. Yeah, it certainly sounds filled. fun. Whatever it is, it yeah. definitely sounds fun. You can join the cult if you want to on the their cult. website. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Another very big, like, this is our last example, but it is also another kind of more NFT-focused one. Yeah, yeah, what do we got? So it's called Batcal NFT Collection. The comic book industry is a leader in using non-fungible tokens for storytelling, and Palm NFT Studio has launched a collaboration with DC Comics called The Batcal Collection. That's Batcal. C-O-W-L. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you said cow when you first said it when I was having a mouthful of water. Cow. Yes. Cow. No, that was more for me. I'm sure the audience heard it. Okay. About cow. Yeah, I'm like, bat cow. What's the other one? Pig something? Spider pig. Spider pig. <laughs> oh, dear. The bat cow collection is a collection featuring around 200,000 distinct 3D rendered Batman cow NFTs that DC comic fans can use to participate in story designs for future comic books. Very cool. This collaboration is an example of how Web3 is redefining storytelling for creators and fans through NFTs. Fans can become protagonists and co-create shared experiences, and the combination of Web3 and generative art could help fans shape their own superheroes and express their stories. The Batcal NFTs have distinct traits, and badging in the NFTs can help create distinct stories behind the cows. So another one where they've made all these individual things, you can buy one, and then you're part of this big community... And you get to start being involved in figuring out how to build the story or like yeah. what you want to happen. That's and super create. cool. That's super cool. It's very interesting. I quite like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's, there are four big examples that I came across. Like it feels like it is still quite a new space. So yeah, it's definitely. quite tricky to find like clear, like lots of clear examples. Oh, it's definitely yeah, in the early stages. Yeah, it's really cool and interesting. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to give us your thoughts? or would Oh, you like sure. Me to, yeah, t- what do you think about Web3 collaborative writing? Well, like I just writing? said, I think it's pretty darn cool. Sean <laughs> approved. She thinks it's cool. <laughs> like I love that ability of involving the fans directly as yeah, well. Definitely. And there's so many benefits for creators um, having that close connection and then like these supportive networks like yes if you are a creator you have to write in the universe so that doesn't suit everybody obviously you wouldn't join Um, that but yeah but if you're really passionate about it it's pretty cool interesting concept like i definitely want to know more 
about it all. Yeah, definitely <laughs> some more research to be done. Maybe even yeah. maybe dabble in one or two of these just yeah. to um, see what they're about. I love the idea of how like quickly um, a world could be built by having that collaboration and stuff. Like you can build out a whole world, a whole universe, and fill it with rich stories quite quickly. Yeah, okay. Which is pretty cool. But yeah, I need to know more. Is my like, that's I it. want to know more. Well, tell me more. <laughs> that's, right. that's pretty much me. How about you? Uh, so it's quite interesting. There's sort of two sides to it for me. One with the very sort of collaborative writing, traditional authory based side of the house. I'm like, I feel like you're just doing the same thing, but throwing the word Web three in there mm. and using a smart contract. I'm not that impressed. Oh, if it's just by a story that. written. Altogether. Well, that's what I mean. Like everyone's writing it together. Like the first two examples you gave that were very uh, author. I have it. Like the Sitka one, for example. Like that's a really cool idea. It doesn't need to be Web three. I don't really see the. Well, the Web three is where the smart contracts and everything are coming along. And stuff, yeah, I can right? see. I can see so that bit of it to enable the collaboration on. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Outside of that one bit, you're just writing a story and you're collaborating with Mm. a whole bunch of people. Like, I'm not not super impressed by that, I would say. I'm impressed by the community they're building around it. Yeah. So, what I do like, however, is particularly those last two examples, I really like how they've created the NFTs and the characters... And it's like, whoa, what are they up to? Like, I really like that type of story, that type of community creativity. So cheeky, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> like... not like I'm the author. I have a very, you know, like if you're writing Star Wars, you have to follow Star Wars rules and do Star Wars things and the universe works a certain way, et cetera, et cetera. But I like in these other ones where it's a bit more like you've all got a guy or a girl or a wizard or whatever it is. What are they doing? You tell me. Uh, and I like how it's a bit more of a natural, organic expansion from a starting point, not following a linear type of line. Yeah. If that makes sense, because that's how it seems to me. It is a very um, clever business, I guess, yeah. thing to do, the last couple, where it's like, you yeah. know, DC just being it seems like, really fun everybody to be part just of. give me random story ideas so we don't have to keep coming up with comic book oh, ideas. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a whole bunch of individuals here making most of that money. Uh, mm. But besides that, like, it just seems fun to be part of. That's where the other ones seem very like, okay, you've I need my work to it. be reviewed and peer reviewed. It seems a bit more. Yeah, you've got to be kind of almost like a bit of a fan of that world already, I think. Yeah, and you've you got to really continue be want... or explore that world more yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's where I like that, yeah. particularly the cult one was. Um... <laughs> you just want to join the cult, don't you? No, I just the wanted cult. you to say the cult. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the cult one seems like people are directing the traffic a bit more and letting you have fun. Yeah, if that it's makes a bit sense. More like they'll like... drop something and be yeah. like, there you go. What are you going to do with all that? Yeah, they are a bit, like, of a different sort of tilt because that Storyco one is very much more like we have this, like, general idea and stuff and get people to help build out the story, but yeah. it's all within that sort of story yeah. of creating a thing and Sitka World's a bit the same, whereas, like you said, the other ones are, here's a bunch of NFTs, have some fun. Yeah, I like out. that. I feel like that's <laughs> organically going to create a much more um, diverse universe. Diverse would be a word for it. Yes. I can imagine some um, crazy because stuff Because really... Going on. Um, why not just write a book for the other mm. ones? Like, I, I don't want to pay them out or yeah. anything. Like, but you could just write a story. You could just get ten people to collaborate, because you know they're all like, "We want to get to Hollywood." Like, you want to make money and you want to turn it into stuff because yeah. you want to get paid. That that's perfectly fine. I yeah. would love my stuff to be a story in a movie, and I want to get paid too. But you could just 
do that. Yeah, but the other one seems a lot more fun. Sort of trying to do because, like, you know, it's yeah. you'll only get attention if you already have like fans and a big base and stuff. So they're yeah, trying yeah. to build that. Yeah. While writing these stories and things and get people engaged. So when, when they go to Hollywood, they can be like, look, I've already got like 10,000 people. You yeah. need more than that, I imagine. Yeah. But I also, stuff, but, I yeah. also imagine if I was a Hollywood exec, right, I'd be like, I just want to deal with one person. I don't want to have to deal with 400 fans. Yeah. You I would. will purchase a story off you and you'll either become an executive producer or I'll give you a 10 yeah. million bucks and the rights are now mine to do with it, whatever I please. You if definitely it's all NFT'd and have to look at the... Um, hierarchy i guess and the organization yeah. of these places i didn't look into that in detail yeah just of like how they organize the business because you're right someone will have to like head up yeah, exactly taking right. these ideas or like engaging game developers a lot of them talked about wanting to build an online game and stuff yeah. um, well how would that work if your character for things. example your sicker world or whatever goes up goes to hollywood and hollywood changes a character because of they've got a better actor or it doesn't fit right mm, with whatever current culture yeah. is and you can't have that what if you're the person, person who came and up you're with the person that and you're like, character? Well, no, Hollywood, you can't because now that's actually mine. I own that character, yeah. not just one individual author or even a pair. or Because yeah. obviously Hollywood have multiple writers. Yes, they have like, sense. you know, the Wachowski family, for example. They do stuff together. Yeah. But dealing with 10,000 people, I think as a yeah, Hollywood executive, I'd be like, eh, or I could just get another one of these movies. Thanks. Yeah, so it's Super pretty, interesting. it's very interesting space. Um, yeah, kind of yeah. want to just poke around, learning more. Yeah, really. definitely. Oh, I think it's cool. Else, yeah, it's but I'm just saying some concepts. of it. I'm like, uh, you could just do it normally. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Web three. Like I get that you're saying it, yeah. but it's like it's experimenting it. with the tech, I guess. Right. Yeah, and I appreciate <laughs> that. That's what we're doing, right? Yeah, pretty much. All right, um, cool. Yeah, so that's why we thought this would be a pretty interesting. It was. I certainly learned some stuff because I didn't yeah. do as much uh, reading of your side of the house as I wanted to because we both had our uh, butts hanging crazy. out last week. Uh, but that was super cool, super interesting. Yes, yes. We thought it was a bit of an it's a bit of a niche one, but it's a very interesting little space. To yeah, something about. worth keeping your eye on. Yes, I'm sure they'll keep growing. People will figure out how to use these things and. Yeah, new universes. They all want to be the next Star Wars. Yeah, I did notice bots. that. Like, we've got the Star Wars, the next one, pay us. Everybody wants to be the next Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, well, fair enough. Nothing wrong with that. All right. It is now time, though, to move on to our newish epi- like segment. Newish segment. Newish, second time round. Second time round. All right, everybody. It's now time to enter Andy's Welcome to the Imaginasium. It's not a. It's not like a clown show. I don't know why it's the circus. I don't know why I'm doing that. It's meant to be like a hardcore gym for your brain. So it should be like, welcome to the Imaginasium. Yeah. Like that. But also, I when reviewing the most recent episode, heard the like boppy 80s retro song you put on beforehand. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not like hardcore <laughs> epic weightlifting music. Yeah, it reminded me of just like 80s gym music, but I mixed in some birds and stuff, so it was imagining. Some birds? <laughs> it's like you're uh, in the woods, but you're in an 80s gym. <laughs> <laughs> that's using your imagination muscle, Sean, and I'm all for it. We, we can change the intro if you hate it. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous and I love it because it is ridiculous. <laughs> all right, so... The Imagination, Imaginasium, sorry, it is Workout of the Week number two. So, this week's workout is going to be a fun one and all about discovery. 
So the track for this week is A Better Beginning by John Passano. Uh, it's from the Mass Effect Andromeda soundtrack. It's actually the opening theme for it. Mm. Uh, big fan of uh, the Mass Effect series, even Andromeda, which copped a little bit of slack. But it was great. But that's not what we're talking about video games. We're talking about the actual music. Uh, this is an uplifting, exciting track to help get the creative juices flowing. All right. So your work... Oh, I'm sorry. And it'll all be linked in the show notes. So sure you can go will. find it. And I'll post it on Twitter and Facebook. So your workout is as follows. One... Get music ready on your device. Two, get outside and go for a walk, preferably somewhere nice and safe. But if you can't, get comfy under your favourite blanket. Three, listen to the music and follow the below workout. So this week's workout is all about discovery. So while listening to the music, I want you to imagine your MC discovering something totally mind-blowing. It can be treasure, it can be remnants of an ancient civilization, it can be their one true love, or it could even be an alien spaceship. Remember, there are no wrong answers, but you must imagine every aspect of the scene and incorporate all of your senses. You may want to run through the activity several times, adding a new layer of detail each time until it hits just right. And then finally, once you've done that, uh, hit me up on Twitter, uh, which is at AndyMacCreative, or hit us up, uh, Bars Lost in the Vetiverse, which is at Invoke Creations, and let us know what you came up with, because I'm super excited to see what your main character discovered Ooh. when listening to this music and as we said if you don't have a main character if you're an artist send us a picture if you're a sculptor it'll probably take a while but then send us a picture of your sculpture <laughs> if you don't do any of that and you're just a normal run-of-the-mill person listening to our podcast on your way to work uh put you in there what would you be discovering if this music was playing if you were soundtracking your life what cool thing would you discover to this music uh, and that's it. That is your Imaginasium Workout of the Week. Remember, stay hydrated and stretch throughout the day. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, dear. I can't uh, wait to hear that back. Get those creative juices flowing, everybody. <laughs> Working it. out like that's that it. 80s like dance thing. You yeah. see, everyone's seen it, those memes with the guys in the purple lycra. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm thinking of. Yeah, like a aerobics yes. slash thing back in the day. <laughs> Except that's not happening. We're getting ginormous, huge muscles for our brain. Perfect. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but that is all the time we have. That is. We are out of time. Next week, we have another Sean vs. Andy battle. Cue battle music. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, this time, it's Sean vs. Andy music edition. An easy win for me. Mm. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, while uh, you're feeling creative and you want to uh, get some more of our creativity in your life, go download our books. Get it. Yo. Yes, yeah. please go to invocecreations.com. Uh, very much on the front page is a giant button which says sign up to our books. Yep. Uh, that'll attach you to our newsletter, which I send out. Well, actually, you'll sign up to the newsletter. Yes. Uh, it'll confirm it's you. Then it'll send you a link to the landing page for both of our books so you can get that first chapter. And then Saturday morning, usually around 9am, if I'm not stuck at volleyball or <laughs> whatever's going on in my life, I'll send you out a link to the latest chapter. Uh, and they're all there up on the webpage. So don't worry yep. if you're just signing up now. You can go back and read them in your own time to catch up. Uh, yeah. Get around it because they're awesome. I just get read Sean's on one latest chapter last night, and it was fantastic. Ooh, I don't remember what Encryption. just got released. Yep. Encryption. Let me try to remember what that one was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I get back from the den. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Cool, 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 cool. I'm here for you, Sean. Don't worry, I've got it. He's got my. Once you've done that, you're super excited. You want more Sean and Andy and Bards in your life because we're so amazing. Go check us out on Twitter. 
As yes. mentioned just before, we are Invert Creations or Bards Lost in the Metaverse. Yep. I'm Andy Matt Creative. I'm you are Sean Lee Creator. Yes. Uh, there will be a track at the end of this, I'm assuming. There always is. And you can check out all the other music on Invoke Sounds on YouTube. And you can also check out Andy's art at Invoke underscore art on Instagram. Yes, which I will get back to one day. Um, and yeah, Invoke Creations on Facebook. So you can, that's uh, kind of random. We've been a little bit slack because I think we've been a little bit on Twitter. Yes, so we've definitely been uh, we're having a lot better, of fun guys. on Twitter. So yes, that's yeah. like juggling the socials. Yes, there is a lot <laughs> of them, now. as you can tell. A list of things to do. Um, and yeah, so hit us up on Twitter. It's probably like where we'll see you the most at the moment. Yes, yes, please. To... And do the Imaginasium and uh, let me know. I'm super interested to find out uh, what's going on in your brain out there, you yeah. crazy kids. Are you guys as crazy as us? <laughs> Just, <laughs> no. Just, oh God, you didn't see that face, people. The answer is no, you're not that crazy because you didn't see that face. <laughs> Uh, but that is a lot of things to do for all of us. Let's go put our bum in a seat, do some work. And until next time, stay dangerous. Bye.